Hello, my name is Giovanni and this is Social Medicine, but not the social medicine some of you may be used to. After announcing that I would go on a brief hiatus from producing episodes of the podcast, I became sad. I wanted to continue doing the show, but it would have been impossible for me to continue doing so with its then current format. I only have so many people to talk to and it wasn't like I was going to invite every person I've ever met to be on the show. The format presented many problems that I wish I had enough foresight to detect before even recording the first episode. That's not to say that I regret the experience, just my mistakes. I personally felt that most of those 15 episodes succeeded in being interesting and informative conversations between myself and a friend of mine, my main reasoning for starting the show. So I can honestly say that I'm proud of them. I'm forever grateful for having met so many interesting people in my life, and I can only hope that I've let them know my gratitude through our conversations. Conversations as therapy. That was the basic idea for social medicine. That was my thesis. In my personal experience, talking to people, especially about things that the other person is greatly invested in and or educated over, was a single greatest benefactor to my happiness and mental health. It's why I genuinely loved going to school and why I'm pursuing a career in education. I want more students to feel like their voice matters and that it is powerful. Not because I aim to boost my sanctimonious sense of self, but because their voice does matter and it is powerful. My life has been saved by every conversation I've ever had. And I can only hope that the conversations I had on the show were as therapeutic for my guests and the listeners as they were for me. I will continue to have conversations with my closest friends about anything and everything, just not on this show. Moving forward, social medicine will be a scripted show, as I'm sure you've noticed. And it will be a show about me talking to you, the listener. Each episode will cover a single topic, as opposed to three. Topics will now be selected by myself and suggestions made by my followers on social media as opposed to the guests. This new format will ensure that episodes will be significantly shorter, less awkward, and more compact. This new format will bring with it the death of ums and the filling of conversational white spaces. No more mistakes will be made. No more dumb things will come out of my mouth. I hope. I think this will create a more uh, listener-friendly experience. This will still be my therapy, even more so actually, since I get to voice my opinions in a space of my own. No dissenting opinions, no agreements, no interruptions, just me and my scripts. The title of this episode is Introduction, and although I've introduced a show and a dilemma I was faced with during the hiatus, I have yet to introduce myself properly. My name is Giovanni, my favorite color is purple, I love playing video games, watching movies, and television, and my favorite genres of music to listen to are contemporary hip-hop and 90s indie rock. These are all superficial things, and I admit won't suffice as an introduction, but in order for me to go deeper, I have to preface it by talking about my updated mission statement for the show. Conversations as therapy just will not suffice anymore. A rebooted show demands a rebooted thesis. Honest conversation as therapy is a new goal. The more honest we are with ourselves and with the person we are talking to, the healthier the conversation. I'm going to say things that I never would have said on social medicine previously, and I want to go as in-depth with my opinions as you all allow me to. So I thought I should take this opportunity to start the trend. I never wanted social medicine to be political, and I remained as neutral as possible and failed as much as I succeeded. I still don't want it to be a political show, and it never will be, but if I'm to be honest, this is something I have to touch on. My knowledge on economic and foreign politics is admittedly quite limited, so while I still have my opinions on issues pertaining to those fields of political discussion, I choose to keep them to myself. These opinions are mostly based on feelings and personal morals, as opposed to actual information, I suppose. That leaves social politics, which I am more than happy to discuss with anyone. In this regard, I am as liberal as someone can be. I think that black lives matter, trans rights are human rights, we should all be feminists, social inequality is the catalyst of some of the biggest problems with this country, blah blah blah. We are all bigots one way or another, but it is those who are bigoted against groups of people because of their race, ethnicity, gender, social or economic status, religion, or sexual orientation that I personally despise. 
Unfortunate to know that this is a controversial opinion among Americans still to this day. Hypocrisy is alive and well in America, and in both sides of the aisle. And of course, our opinions and ideas lie on a political spectrum, meaning that I can still have lively discussions and disagreements with liberals as I can a conservative. This is important. Once we all realize that we are autonomous beings with ever-changing values and opinions that are not defined by our political alignment or other social labels placed on us or by ourselves, then we will begin to prosper. Not all whites are racist. Not all blacks are victims. Stereotypes shouldn't define one's opinion and oneself or others. Society isn't a competition. It's a collaboration. There's plenty of room in whatever afterlife you believe in for all of us. I think that's plenty of preaching for today. I'm not a good person or uh, am I trying to portray myself as one? These are just my honest opinions. There's no debates in the real world, only discussions. So get into as many heated discussions as you please, but do not forget the humanity and the person with whom you are conversing. Which brings me to my next topic. Humanity can be lost. If I am to introduce myself properly, I must discuss my general viewpoint of the human race. We are inherently imaginative beings with a penchant for evil. That is not to say that we are inherently evil. Please do not confuse what I'm saying. I am simply stating an observation that humanity's greatest accomplishments were products of evil. And not natural evil because that is an oxymoron. Nature cannot be evil. In my opinion, nature is nature. But human evil, conscious evil, the evil that meant this great country could ironically be built off large-scale human rights abuses, or the same evil that allows modern American slavery to be privatized, or the evil that allows billion-dollar corporations to be bailed out when thousands of Americans are losing their jobs and their lives from a deadly virus that our government was ill-prepared to handle, all in the name of saving the economy. There's a spectrum of evil that we all find ourselves in. Some of our evil actions have become so normalized that we forget the immorality behind them, such as the consumption of animals and widespread urbanization, but there are other evils that one chooses to commit. Actions such as rape, murder, and assault require a large amount of consecutive choices that one makes in order to enact. These aren't mere mistakes that one must be forgiven for, but deliberate evil. Those who commit such acts, in my opinion, are evil, and evil people don't deserve forgiveness. Forgiveness must be reserved for our fellow humans, which these people, in my opinion, again, are not. Saying this as a blanket statement is not enough, however, because as I mentioned before, all things are on a spectrum. There are some cases of murder and assault and theft that are done in an act of self-defense and survival. Legally, they may be in the wrong, but morally, they may be in the right. Rape is rape, so let's leave that at that. Those are my general viewpoints regarding humanity, which I believe should suffice. It's my general introduction of the kind of person that I am and try to be. I have to say it is a relief to be able to open up on my podcast like this. I can't wait to open up even further as I tackle specific topics each week. My plan is to continue doing 10 episode seasons. I have already selected the topics for the season, and I can say that four episodes will be over revisited talkis, uh, excuse me, topics from the old show, and six will be over new topics. Um, the first episode will be over the novel coronavirus and the impact it's had on me personally, as well as some of the reactions I've seen on the internet. I will also be asking for all of you's, all of you guys' personal stories, so keep an eye out if you wish to share your story. I would also like to hear about what you are doing to keep busy and what it is you're, you know, that's helping you keep your insanity excuse me your sanity i look forward to reading your responses finally i would like to add that the global pandemic we are currently living in had no bearing on my decision to reboot social medicine this way things will get back to normal quote unquote and my voice will be the only one you'll hear on this show for better or worse the tone of the show will also change drastically something that the global pandemic did have an effect on this is not by choice but by actual state of mind i refuse to put on a show even if it's for a show as humanity's situation gets better so will my state of mind. Meaning I'll be back to my 
good old happy facade of a persona in due time. That was mostly a joke. I cannot express how happy I am to be doing this again. Please send me any and all feedback you have over the podcast, good or bad, anything. Please just let me know what you think. It's always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for listening and God bless you all. Stay safe and stay sane.